Okay. What's up, Podcast Nation? I'm Trent. I'm your host. This is my little show, if you want to call it that. Basically, I sit here after my meditation. I'm still in a meditative state. And I kind of reflect thoughts, moods, ideas. This isn't written. It's not pre-planned. I try to tap into the current mood or emotion that I find myself in. And then I dig down into my archives and see what's good. So today, it's a special day. We find ourselves at the precipice of a new time. What's so special about it? Well, if you look at your life, no matter what day it is that you're listening to this, it could be 10 years in the future from now. Today is always a very special day because it represents a blank canvas. It represents a blank page for you to write. Memories and beliefs form a crystalline cage through which our pure light reflects and refracts through. And these actions carry us through our day, creating feedback loops, thoughts, and emanations that we then archive once again. It's a cyclical process, this thing we do every day. We go to bed, we wake up, we do our day. Maybe we've got a job, maybe we don't. Maybe we've got a family that we take care of. Maybe we are part of a family that takes care of us. Whatever the case, each day is a new, completely new, completely fresh. The problem is, of course, with this crystalline structure that we're formulating each day, is that it gets very dense and heavy. And if we haven't done our due diligence, and if we have been formulating ourselves with lies or lesser truths or emotions such as greed and envy or hatred or intolerance, then these crystalline structures that we formulate become contaminated. And then everything we see comes through that and it is contaminated. Thus the old adage, we see the world not as it is, but as we are. And this happens very gradually, starting from our birth and entry into this planet, 
and then it sort of escalates as we age further and further into our years. If you're 25 and you've been on this planet for 25 years and you have 25 years of experience, oftentimes people think that they know a lot by that time and they're kind of fed up and it's a quarter of a century on paper it's a long time legally when we're 25 we've been an adult for seven years perhaps we've finished college perhaps we're still working on our masters or perhaps we've been in the workforce for a decade Whatever the case, when you're 25 or this age about, it's a good time to forget everything. It's a good time to let go of what you thought you were and what you thought you had. Because this is a very potent time for change. Take all that schooling and flush it down the toilet. Because the real world it isn't like that, and anyone who's been through it knows that. Take all the trauma from your childhood and let it blow away in the breeze. Let it turn into dust and disappear over the horizon. Because adulthood is nothing like our childhood. The problem is that people tend to cling on and the more traumatized or upset they are about things, this only amplifies the clinging mechanism. It makes it worse. And people begin to cling to anything and everything around them. In astrophysics, we learn that these things we were taught in school, they are all sort of untrue. So the, the laws of physics apply sort of, until we reach a new level of understanding. Quantum physics will actually destroy all of that knowledge and all of those bases. So what does that mean? It means that in order to progress, in order to understand more about reality and life and potential, and to understand more about yourself and who you are, you will have to let go of all of the previous information. And I mean completely. Again, the problem is that nobody wants to do that. We are not taught to do that. It's never offered up as a viable option for us to do that. Yet we know we need to do it inherently. Deep inside, we have this knowledge of how to do that. 
And I think that's one reason that young adults turn to drugs, alcohol, social gatherings, dancing, drumming. These are all shamanic mechanisms by which to free your consciousness from the constraints of the everyday. And the shaman seeks to gain knowledge first and foremost, to gain wisdom and knowledge from a different perspective using plant medicine, prayer, dance, or many other mechanisms. In the East, meditation was the gateway to this sort of thing they call enlightenment, but is really just a building of knowledge based on letting go of other knowledge. Ignorance is rampant. It really is. And ignorance is the building on falseness to gain understandings and to gain awareness. And this is why you have a lot of very unaware, sleepy-eyed, volatile, unstable people. Because we are ignorant as a culture and a society. America is an infant. We have no history or vast past to build upon. We're pretty new. And a lot of our past is bloody. A lot of our history is sort of, it's being forged in the fires as we speak. And so, what is unique and special about today is that it's a new day. All possibilities are open. If there's anything you've ever wanted to start doing, or if there's anything you've wanted to change about yourself, today is the day to do it. But then we hit this thing called resistance. Resistance. And that's the crystalline structure that you've been building. You say, yeah, that sounds great. I want to start working out. I want to start eating right. But then you hit that resistance. And so resistance can be broken. It can. But it's not so easy as just saying, and now I'm going to do this, and then you do it. Unless you're a very fluid person that's already on the path to freedom and expression and sort of melting into the oneness. Most of us have very solid identities. We have what we call responsibilities. We've created contracts with ourselves on many different levels to keep us in line and in check. Perhaps we've espoused ourselves to certain ideologies which limit what we can and can't do. 
Maybe we have a schedule that's so tight that we barely have 15 minutes that are unaccounted for. Whatever the case, this is the crystalline structure that we're speaking about today. And it can be thought of as a prism that reflects and refracts everything we see and experience. It can be thought of as a structure on which our life holds meaning, an armature on which our existence is hanging. And in the more negative sense of things, it can be thought of as a prison, a cell which we cannot escape. And so, once again, we come back to the primary meaning of this podcast, unlocking your mind. But you say, I'm not locked up. I do what I want. I do as I please. I am free. And that's your resistance talking. Are you sure about that? Are you sure that you haven't become espoused to agendas that no longer serve you? Are you sure that you're not being driven by impulses, by desires, by the thirst and hunger of acquisition? Are you sure that the human mass consciousness mechanism of media and entertainment and music and movies, are you sure that all of these things are not driving you? Let's explore this a little bit deeper. If you have children, you'll understand what I'm about to say. If you don't, it's still worthwhile to listen to because maybe one day you'll be lucky enough and fortunate enough to be able to care for a human life. Oftentimes, it's a make or break deal when you have a child with someone because hanging out and watching movies that's one thing. Living with someone, sharing the rent, that's something. But raising a child together, co-creating a human life, well, that's a big step to take. And a lot of people feel a lot of fear about doing that. Nowadays, there's even a lot of guilt about even bringing another human life into this world. And so what is that? What are those ideas? Where did they come from? Well, obviously that's the mass consciousness in effect. Those are agendas that are mobilized and put into our mind, okay? And it happens early on, very early on. And so if you're lucky enough to have a child, you know how intense it can be. And if you're a thinker, it can be overwhelming the fear of messing up, the, uh, the pressure, the constant every single minute you're now responsible for this human life and they're so fragile 
But they're so beautiful, aren't they? There's nothing more beautiful than a child. The innocence, the ingenuity, the expressiveness. And what you'll notice is that they mirror everything they see, especially you. They are a sponge and they soak up the experience and then they are a, a little gun that shoots it right back at you. Like one of those t-shirt cannons at a basketball game. And you didn't even realize what you were doing until they throw it back in your face. And that's what's so beautiful about this experience, I think. They really show you who you are. And we were all like that. That's the mind warp that we've gone through. We have changed from a beautiful, perfect child into what we are now. Adult, young adult, older adult. And so how does that happen? We're forged through experience. We are shaped through our environment. And we're taught through language. In some cases, it's physical action that teaches us. But most of the time, what we are witnessing is on a screen, on television, on movies. When I was a child, we read a lot of books. I think nowadays, people listen to audiobooks or they watch a movie instead. In any case, these are third-party accounts of life filtering into our mind, which we are assimilating in a first-person sense. Think about that statement right there. The mechanism of the human mind takes in experience that we witness and we formulate it as though it's happening to us, as though it's happened to us. And you may not agree with that. You say, no, I know what's real, I know. However, there have been multiple studies done and the body and brain respond in a first-person sense when it sees violence on the television screen. And there are many other studies. We experience intrinsically what we see and do. And then those experiences shape us. Thus, the need for cleansing, for letting go and shedding this crystalline compound that we have become a prisoner of, okay? And this is where we're getting into the real important part of this talk. So we start off with beautiful, infinite potential. We're capable of mirroring anything we see and do, and then we end up as we are. So how do we regain and recapture that magic? How do we connect with that inner child that still exists within us. Well, we have to break through that structure, don't we? And that structure has been called many things. People call it the ego. People call it the conscious mind, or I'll call it the personality. What you think of as yourself. 
is actually the prison of experience that you've gone through. Where do we find the key to get out? I'll tell you right now that you can't smash your way out because if you're identifying yourself as these experiences, you will literally be smashing yourself. And so what we need is a key, or to be more accurate, a series of keys to escape the various chambers of our consciousness. And going back to the shamanic way, take a look and see how they did it. I've read some accounts of the shamans. There's a very popular one in American literature by the author Carlos Castaneda. And his first few books were about a Yaqui Indian named Don Juan. It's a must read for anyone that wants to explore the human mind. It's absolutely essential in understanding the mysteries of life. And Don Juan was a man of knowledge. He knew a lot of things that he accessed through various means. And what he saw is that most people are just people and they live their lives kind of unconsciously and they have a fixed point of awareness and this represents a fixed identity and a fixed way of seeing and behaving rigidity through his path he broke out and he acquired knowledge and the whole series of books is a discourse between his student, Carlos, who is the author, and the teacher, Don Juan, who is the older man, imparting this knowledge. When I read those books, I made a choice. It really impacted me. And I said to myself, I never want to be asleep. I never want to be a normal person with a fixed point. It sounds so lonely and so sad. And it sounds like they're just bound to fail and to suffer and to internalize suffering and then to create a sort of tragic, weak existence. When I read those books, I said, I want to have a magical life, whatever that means. I want to experience this beauty I want to laugh, I want to have a great time, and I want to see like Don Juan. Now, a lot of people read that book. It's a very popular book. But not everyone had the same experience as me reading it. In fact, a lot of people tried to debunk it. They tried to say it was fiction. They tried to say that Don Juan didn't exist. A lot of very smart college professors sort of picked it apart and tried to destroy it and say it had no value. 
And what you have to understand is this is the machine that you're up against. Anything you try to do, anytime you try to break out, there's a big grinder waiting for you. And if you listen to them, and if you do what they say, they will grind you right back into your cell. And they will make you believe that there is nothing special about this world, and that there is nothing special about you, and that the point of living is just to eat, procreate, and die. And if you want to believe that, that's fine. See, Don Juan made a point not to break anyone free from their cell. He knew that knowledge can only be learned through struggle and sacrifice and a deep yearning and through experience. Knowledge can never be given. It can never be told. It can never be forced or coerced. Because there are universal principles in effect here. And one of the highest universal principles is freedom of will. Freedom of choice. Each individual has complete and total freedom of his or her life. And if you don't believe that, it's time to examine your core beliefs. It's time to examine your structures. If you have 10 reasons why that statement's not true, I encourage you to examine those statements and really look at them and see if they're true. Because when we espouse victimhood or servitude, then we build our cell brick by brick. When we believe that we are powerless or that we are a victim to our circumstances, we put a nice plaster on that cell and we celebrate our slavery. Now, if you're like me, then if you're like so many other people, you've kind of had enough of the way things are and you want to make this world a better place. But it's difficult. Because the first mistake we try to do is we go out and we try to impact other people's lives. We try to build a team to share views. And there's something to that, that's fine. A lot of times other people do hold the keys that can free us. But that occurs through a non-invasive, organic, respectful conversation. Okay. But really, there's but one thing that we should be focusing on. And that will be the starting point. That is our rocket fuel that we need to get where we need to go. And that one thing we need to focus on is ourself, our thinking patterns, our life, our perspectives, 
our emotional integrity. And a lot of it has to do with shedding beliefs and false ideas. A lot of it has to do with letting go of traumas and perceived injustices and this idea of victimhood. It needs to go. Now, I could explain why it needs to go, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'll leave that for each person to explore for themselves. We have one person to care for, primarily, first and foremost, and that is ourself. And then when we reach certain levels of being grounded enough and capable enough, then we can share and impart knowledge, but it must be done in a respectful way. We must respect the freedom of each other's sentient being and not try to corral them into our way of being. And then you get into some interesting areas where you become a parent, you become a father or a mother, and then you become responsible for this new human life. And then what? Well, then there's some new rules in effect, and this is where it gets really serious. And this, I think, is why people sense that they are not ready. And no one's ever truly ready. And there are some very bad mistakes people can make with their children. But then there's always so much beauty and so much opportunity right there. So for me personally, having my child, it was not a planned thing. I always thought I never wanted a child. And yet, when she came along, when we discovered that we were going to have her, everything changed in a better way. Life opened up in really beautiful, mysterious ways. And it was the single greatest turning point for my life. And yet, the battle just begun. I just began to realize how serious this was and how much I had to protect this new person from this world in this environment that exists. It was then that I realized I couldn't just go with the flow. I couldn't agree with what society was saying because I had a moral obligation to care for this person and deliver this perfect soul into a future where they were empowered and healthy, where their body was not compromised in any way, and where their mind was developed in very important ways. And so I took a stand. I took a series of stands. And that's something I never did previously. So, let's wrap it up a little bit here. Life is full of surprises. But if we're shielding ourselves 
from life, we can never even get to experience them. Life is full of change and growth and opportunity and wonder. But if we're encapsulated into our own way of being, with our claws out, growling at anything that comes by us, we will never get to see these new things. Life is always changing. Aging is a great gift. But if we look at aging as the enemy, then we're missing the point. No one has all the answers. Nobody does. And that's the beautiful thing. We each hold our little puzzle pieces and we each have so much to offer. And coming together in meaningful ways, we can share these truths that we've discovered along the way with others. And we can learn their secrets. If you are following this up to this point, I want to thank you and know that my only agenda here today is to give you my key, to give you my key that I've made in hope that it works for you in some small way. <laughs>